Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back. It's been a couple weeks. Been a couple weeks here at the CNC Sports Power Hour. Took a little break for one week. Uh, we're back here in effect on the late night, here on this Saturday night. Ready to bring you guys all your sports and entertainment updates, news, and, you know, everything else that's going on in the world. We're going to stay away from the election. I don't got time to deal with all that tonight. Uh, we're going to stay away from all that negativity. Shout out Joe Biden, though. Um, my bad. Only positivity on the show. Only positivity on this show. Good job, son. Um, yeah, welcome back. It's been a couple weeks. We're back in full effect. It's your host, Chris, with my whole co-host. co-host. Chris. And um, it's been a while since we've been in the studio together. Uh, you was on a little vacation. Yeah. But, um, you know, we're back in effect now. Um, let's hop into it. You know, since we've, uh, since we've been on, uh, there's been a lot going on in the sports world. The Dodgers... Dodgers won the World Series 4-2 over the Rays. Uh, the Rays, I think, were just overmatched. Dodgers were a more talented team, no matter how much I wanted the Rays to win. The Dodgers were, were the favorites. They pulled it off. And got to give a shout-out to them. Is there an asterisk asterisk next to their name because of a short season? What do you think? Um, I think it does. I think it does affect them because you know uh season not being as long as it's supposed to but due to COVID-19 that's pretty much all you can do when it comes to sports and baseball yeah I mean I think the MLB season is too long as it is 160 games. something like that 160 some odd games um you know they shortened it to what 60 70 something like that 72 games, I think. 72 games something like that um you know, so it was a shortened season. You can call it what you want, but the Dodgers won. They it was a playoffs. Um, they won. They won it. You know, so you got to tip their hats to them. Um, the funny thing of that Dodgers series, did you see the whole Justin Turner thing? Is that the guy who got COVID? So, so he had the COVID during the game. But then he so still... they so they pulled him out the game. They win the World Series, then he goes back onto the field to celebrate while he has COVID. I mean, has there been any word on if any other doctors? They're not. Players? No, but they 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 announced today they're not going to suspend him. They're not going to give any type of a uh, punishment. And uh, so, but you know what? Honestly, I get. I would probably do the same. You know, that's a once in a lifetime thing. Um, I probably would have done the same thing. I would have wanted to celebrate it with my with my folks. So, you know, tip your hats to the Dodgers, 2020 MLB World Series champions. Got to give it up to them for that. Uh, what else? What else have we missed? What else is going on in the sports world? Um, The NBA season um, being, I guess, started in uh, close to Christmas time, I believe, December 22nd. Um, of this year, the new NBA season was, uh, will start. Um, I know LeBron. LeBron showed his dislikes about the shortened NBA offseason. But I guess they want to get it on time before Christmas starts. I heard the whole Christmas thing. Um, I'm all for it. Uh, I mean, I know it's a short, you know, the season just ended. 
It wouldn't. Uh, it wouldn't give them a full off season to to prepare. So they had to because usually the NBA starts in October. So Which you start was a couple months ago, right? So I mean, it would have had to start now, but you know, you give it a couple more extra months. Start in December. You know, if you have to shorten the season ten, fifteen games, you do whatever. You can still have the finals in May, June. Yeah. And then hopefully by next year, be back on track. Yeah. So I don't see why I don't get the whole complaining with you know people saying it or players saying it's it's too short. It's do this. I mean, come on. Y'all making a hundred million dollars. You guys are making millions of dollars. Go play the damn game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it's been a couple good uh, boxing fights. Yes. Good fight last weekend. Yep. Javante Tank Davis, Leo Santa Cruz. Hell of a fight. Hell of a fight. A uh, Javante Tank Davis probably approaching top ten pound for pound fighter in the world. Amazing fighter, amazing fighter. Leo Santa Cruz, great fighter as well. Um, I think Gervonta just... Uh, he won't winded up that uppercut from way back. He he, he winded up that uppercut, but but we we kept saying, we were watching the fight, and we kept saying, from the first round till it ended, he's hitting with the uppercut. He's hitting with the uppercut. Santa Cruz is going to have to adjust. He's going to have to adjust. He, he would not adjust. He would not adjust. Round after round, he kept hitting with it, hitting him with it. And after a minute, we said, look, he's going to land that big one. Before you knew a sixth round, boom, went to sleep. Vicious uppercut. Vicious uppercut. I and, believe um, he didn't move for 30 seconds. No, I think I, he might still be asleep. I don't know. <laughs> he, he might still be asleep. And shout out to Leo Santa Cruz. He's a hell of a fighter. I hell think, of a fighter. I think he would have won that fight if he could, you know, stop um, Tank Davis's uppercuts. Because it, I believe that he controlled the fight. All throughout those six rounds, he was he, he, he was he, he was dictating the fight. You know, Tank being the more powerful fighter, Santa Cruz had to box and use his abilities, and he was doing that. He was boxing, he was moving, he was sticking. Tank was hitting him, but you know, Leo was was doing what he had to do. But everyone knew if Tank uh, Tank's like a mini De- uh, Deontay Wilder. Yeah, if he lands that shot, you're gonna go to sleep. And Leo dodged it for six rounds, even though he kept playing with fire, because we kept saying, there's that uppercut. Boom, boom, boom. And that sixth round, that one hit him, put him to sleep, over. Definitely got to put Tank Davis in the top 10 pound for pound right now of all fighters in the world. I believe he's 130, 135. With Lomachenko losing to Teofimo Lopez, that would be a hell of a fight. Teofimo and Gervonta. Um, Tonight, Devin Haney won. He's right there in the mix with them. I think you definitely got to throw Ryan Garcia in there. Yep, definitely. That that division one thirty to one thirty five. That division, Mikey Garcia is still in there. Yep. That division's loaded. So definitely. All you boxing fans, I'm a huge we huge boxing fans in this household. That one thirty pound division, one thirty one thirty five is loaded. <laughs> definitely loaded. Um, what else? Ready to talk? Uh, talk a little football? No. College football. College football. College football. This is your specialty. Yes. Um, why, don't you, why don't you give us a little rundown on college football? Um, the big game that everyone's talking about right now in college football is uh, obviously number four, Notre Dame, fighting Irish, upsetting number one, Clemson. Um, I thought they won at the beginning of the um, at the beginning of overtime, the first overtime. 
Um, I guess there was a penalty um, on that 25-yard touchdown thrown by, I'm just going to call him DJU because I don't know how to pronounce his last name. But he's filled in nice for Trevor Lawrence. Um, too bad that he couldn't um, win against the Fighting Irish and ultimately still hold on to that number one ranking before uh, Trevor Lawrence got back, who is dealing with COVID right now. But ultimately, Notre Dame fought till the end. I believe it was three overtimes. Um, they just got the best out of a worn-down Clemson team. So is Trevor Lawrence still out? I believe he's eligible to come back this week. Well, not this week, but their next game. Okay, so obviously that loss is gonna loss is gonna drop Clemson. Who's gonna take the top spot? Um, I don't think Clemson is gonna have too far of a drop off. I say they probably drop to number four. They probably take Notre Dame's spot, and Notre Dame jumps up into the top three. Um, but I believe the Crimson Tide of Alabama will take the number one spot. And, you know, they have a bye this week, haven't played, or won't play this week, but. So I'm just confused. So I, I, I don't get how the college season, like right now, like I know like you see like certain, certain divisions are only playing certain games. Like how does that work? Like, I mean, how, how are they going to decide who goes to the championship? Like it's just, college, just fo- college football just seems weird right now. Yeah. I, it's not normal. So how are they going to decide at the end of the day who goes to the FBS, what four teams get in? If only this division's playing this, this division's playing that. How's that going to work? Yeah, because they're playing, like, Alabama, for example. They're only playing SEC teams. And, okay. Um, like Ohio State, they're only playing in, what, Big Ten? Right. They're only playing the Big Ten. Um, Speaking of Big Ten, did Jim Hart, did Michigan lose again today? I believe... I believe they lost. I believe so. And I think that puts them at one and two. Hey, <laughs> I, 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 I think Harbaugh might be done in Michigan. Yeah. Come on back to the NFL, Jimmy. <laughs> Come on back to the NFL. Not with us. We don't yeah, want him no, back. we don't want him. But, I mean, it, it's not working out in Michigan. Definitely not. They, I mean, he, he does, he's done good, but they hired him to do great. Yeah. And I believe, uh, like I was reading today, I, I did think he, they lost again today. That put him at one and two. That's just not. That's not the business for. Uh, that's not the business for them. Yep. And um, going to another uh, standout in college football right now, quarterback Zach Wilson from the University of BYU. He has looked amazing I've throughout. Heard, I've heard of him. I've throughout heard of him. these, or throughout this college football season, people are even saying he could be in the conversation of putting him over Trey Lance from North Dakota State, putting him over Kyle Trask, quarterback from Florida, and putting him over. He might even take Justin Fields' spot for the number two quarterback this year. Although Justin Fields just had an amazing game um, against think- Rutgers, but. So you you don't think that um, obviously Trevor Lawrence is still yeah number one um, is that the dude from North Dakota State yeah Trey Lance could he be the number two quarterback taken I believe well he's not playing this year he played his first game of the season and then he decided to opt out and play for the NFL so I just think that raises immediate red flags for NFL teams to. You know, decide whether they take Fields or um, Trey Lance because obviously Trevor Lawrence p- 
probably isn't slipping past one. Right. I mean, it is the Jets. You never know. But well, the Jets do have um, Sam Darnold. We'll get to that later because he could be on the trading block if, if the Jets get that number one spot, which right now they're probably headed towards. Yep. But um, all right, that's a. Uh, that's it for college football. That's a. That's a good. That's gonna be your little. Uh, your little uh, subject. subject to be on every week. Okay. College football, because uh, dad don't have time to follow. Follow all that stuff in college football, but uh, you seem to have it on lock. Huh. I like that. I like that. Thank so, you. Thank you. Let's um, let's take a quick break, and what we'll do is we'll come back and we'll we'll talk about the huh, the the horrible Thursday night game, which was the Niners and Packers. Unfortunately, yes. And then we'll uh, we'll look towards. Sunday's games and Monday night's game, and we'll talk a little fantasy, and we'll we'll go from there. Yep. Good. Yep. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, it's going to be a rough one. Yeah. But something that was expected, okay? Definitely. Let's dive into the Thursday night uh, football game. First of all, I don't know why the NFL kept this game on the Thursday night schedule. The Niners had... Now, I'm not making no excuses. I'll be the last guy to ever blame a loss or anything on excuses and say, oh, that the Niners didn't have a team. We had no team. There was no starters on offense that played in the Super Bowl. Nobody on offense that touched the ball in the Super Bowl. So, so that was all. That was all practice squad. We had 
we had Nick Mullins throw into a guy named River Ray Ray Raft. I believe that's his name. Who? River Ray Raft. You yeah. gotta be kidding me. River Ray Raft. River Ray Raft. So, you know, I'm not gonna make excuses. We did not have a team, okay? So in comes that bad man, Aaron Rodgers, which he is. Yep. Shout out Aaron Rodgers, he's my fantasy quarterback. Love Aaron Rodgers. So they come in and they just destroy the Niners. Yeah. Okay. I get that. Okay. First of all, first of all, I don't like Green Bay fan getting up there talking about, oh, yeah, we did this, we did that. Hold on. <laughs> the past years when we're fully healthy, Green Bay's our bitch. Yeah. Whether it's Kaepernick, whether it's Alex Smith. Wait, did Alex Smith have a game against him? No. Um, Jimmy. Mostert. (laughs) Mostert in the playoffs. Green Bay's our bitch. Aaron Rodgers, you looked amazing Thursday night. You looked twice last year. Bosa, Ford, them boys shut you down. Yeah. You, you, You was running for your life. So, Green Bay fan, don't get on there talking about this about, oh, yeah, we did this. No, no. You guys beat us. You guys beat our C team and our practice squad players. Definitely. So I want to get that out the way first. Yeah. Okay. Um, man, but when it comes to the Niners, I don't. Rem- I don't remember a team who's ever been this hurt. Every week, it's somebody. It's Every week, it's somebody. Injury, injury, injury after injury after injury. It's just like my dad said. I've never seen a team. That has been this demolished by injuries. No, it, it, it's been horrible. Their whole defensive line is out due to whether it's season ending or short-term injuries. They're just out. We don't have an O-line. We don't have a quarterback. We don't have a tight end. We have three receivers who Nick Mullins was throwing to on Thursday night. I don't even know half of their names. Well, there was... <laughs> Richard James, I'll give him that. He did have some drops. But, I mean, other than that, I don't know. Haney, practice squad player. Who? Haney. Was that Haney, the running back? Uh, Hasty. 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 Haney, Hasty, Pasty. I love pasties. You know what pasties are? No. Yeah, don't ask. Okay. Um, <laughs> it, it, was just, it was just all bad. And Aaron Rodgers came in, did what we had to do. Devontae Adams, beast. I, I would actually... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say this right now. I think Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the league. In the league. Yes. I put him over Tyree Kill. I put him over. Definitely put him over Michael Thomas. It's kind of fifty-fifty with him and D Hop. Okay. For the best receiver. So you said all that, right? Yeah. You didn't mention one receiver. Julio Jones. DK Metcalf. I'm. T- I know he torched us. Our secondary sucks, no, but. We'll tell you right now. He's going to be a beast. He's going to be a beast. Two years, that kid's going to be the best player in the NFL. Definitely. Two years, best player in the NFL. Not quarterback, not receiver, best player. When you're that big, you can run that fast, and you can catch like that. I mean, Megatron was the last guy that was like that. Yeah. Um, But, no, DK... DK, is, he's a beast. He's a beast. But but other than that, oh yeah, but, you're but, right. Devon, Devontae, but this top, year, top two or three receiver in the league. I, I but, think Devontae, Devontae I'm ta- Adams. I'm talking about 
this year in DK Metcalf, I don't see him in conversations with guys like Michael Thomas. Or First of all, Michael Thomas has, has his only played one game. Okay, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Julio Jones. Check their stats, and I guarantee DK is beasting out Julio Jones. Okay. Michael Thomas played one game. Okay, then exclude Michael Thomas. Okay. okay. Tyreek Hill. It might, uh, Tyreek Hill and D. Hopkins, they're probably up there all combined. Like, yeah. But come on. He's in his second year. I mean, those guys are proven veterans, and he's up there with them. If, I, if I'm picking a receiver to start my team today, factoring age, everything, I'd probably go DK Metcalf. Okay. Or or Hopkins. It's close. But, I mean, the other guys, Julio, those guys, they're a little older. Devontae's great. I think Aaron Rodgers makes Devontae a little bit. I don't think if you put Devontae with, with you know, Drew Brees or, or someone like that. Yeah, Drew Brees. I don't know if he could be as great as he is. But that's not a takeaway from Devontae. He's a great receiver. But Definitely. there's just some receivers who you can go play with Joe Blow and you're going to be good. I don't know who that is. You can go play with Nick Mullins. No, never mind you. No, you no, not with Nick Mullins. Okay. Not with Nick Mullins. Not with Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins can't throw a rock two yards. Man. Um, so that puts the Niners at four and four. Halfway through the season. Four and five, I believe. Is right? it four and five? Four and five. No, we was four and three when we beat Who did we beat last week? We didn't win last week. Played Seattle. Oh, Seattle put us to four and four. Yeah. Then we went to four and five. Now we're at four and five. Yeah. Halfway through the season. Um, and this the season it's only gonna get tougher. I'm sorry, I just don't see us making it. I, I mean, I, I I think the playoffs are. I mean, I can see us doing something, maybe getting that last wild card spot, but it's. I think it's unlikely. And going into the playoffs with most likely Nick Mullins as your quarterback. I mean, with Nick Mullins as your starting quarterback in the regular season, you're probably not gonna go far, but. No, I mean, I could still see us finishing, you know, just because of our, uh, well, I can't even see our talent level because everyone's on injured reserve. I mean, our coaching, you know, I could still see us finishing maybe 8-8, eight and 7-9, eight, which is respectable. Nowhere near playoff. No. Nowhere near the playoffs. Especially playoff, in so. the NFC. I think, I think at this time, I think after this season, I seriously think they have to evaluate Saleh as a defensive coordinator. I think you mean get rid of him. I I think they have to to look and say, hey, is this dude getting it done? But he was doing that last year when we had healthy players. That's what I'm you saying. Can't, you can't put the, all this on a guy that has three fourths of his defense missing. Okay. He has three fourths of his defense missing, right? Yeah. So then you can't play the same way you play when you have your starters. Exactly. And that's what he's doing. You you can't you can't you you can't so for example. Yeah. Okay. He has Nick Bosa on the edge, okay? Rush the quarterback every time. Yeah. Okay? Nick Bosa's hurt. So you got Joe Blow on the edge now. I don't know who that is, but uh, Joe Blow is just an, an example, just like a scrub, practice oh. squad player. <laughs> okay. Gotta bring it up, okay? Okay. So he calls the same play. Rush the quarterback. Joe Blow can't get to the quarterback because he's not Nick Bosa. 
Exactly. So as the coach, you got to say, okay, Joe Blow can't get to the quarterback. I can't keep calling that play. He's not Nick Bosa. I can't keep oh, I calling that play. I see what you're doing. Play. You're saying he has to adapt to play. He has to. Yeah, so if, if this guy can't get to the quarterback. Because it's not guaranteed that Nick Bosa plays every single year, that which was proven this year. Right. But I'm saying if this guy can't get to the quarterback, I can't keep calling the play for him to get the quarterback. Maybe I got to mix it up and bring some blitzes. Maybe I got to mix up the coverage. I got to do something. I can't keep calling the. If Steph Curry's your best three point shooter, he can come down the court and shoot every time. Three pointer. If he gets injured and you bring in Joe Blow from the practice squad, you can't have him come up every time and shoot a three pointer. You know why? Because he's not Steph Curry. He's, he's not going to have the same effect. So a real coach would say, okay, you know what? I can't have you come up and shoot a three pointer because you're not Steph Curry. I got to change my scheme. I got to change my scheme to say, what can you do good? Even though you can't shoot that three, maybe you can go set a screen in that corner for that guy. So that guy can – you got to adjust. And, and Sally don't adjust. And going back to the Niners, um, we, didn't, we didn't blitz at all last year. And it was mainly a part of – because we had the best D-line in football. But what I'm saying is that Salah should start blitzing more because he has the – now we don't I, have a choice but to blitz. Um, I'm not gonna talk about the linebackers because I'm 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 still trying to get over one of our. Losses. Oh, you lost your boy. It, yeah. You lost your boy, Hot Boy University. For the record, I'm getting a Quan Alexander Saints jersey pretty soon. <laughs> I thought Quan was always overrated. He was always injured. We paid him a lot of money. He was a good hype man. He had the pink hair. He had the woohoo. But on the field, he missed tackles. He was late on coverages. He overran plays. I thought he was overrated. But and I, I don't I don't even think... I'm sorry to say this to Kawan, but I don't think he's going to have a job by the end of this year. I think... Because New Orleans can't afford it. New Orleans... I think they're just trying to go all out and trying to say, okay, this is our last ride with Drew Brees. Let's go all out and just be in salary cap hell. Right. For this year. Because they're trying to ride it out and trying... Because it's most likely Drew Brees' last year. And they're just saying, okay, just bring everything that, you know, we can get to help our franchise. Well, can't really say franchise quarterback. Right, right. So, as it stands, the Niners are going to try to finish out the season, doing the best we can, keeping everyone healthy. Um, Let's get to our last segment. Let's take a break. We'll get to our last segment, our last couple segments. We'll go over this Sunday's games. And if we have time for anything else, we'll get into that. So sit back, relax. We're going to take a short break for a couple minutes, and we'll be right back with you.
Uh, that classic Dr. Dre. Classic Dre, explosive. Gotta love Dre. Gotta love that West Coast on that late night, Saturday night tip. Welcome back to the CNC Sports Power Hour. About to get into y'all's favorite subject, that NFL preview for tomorrow, Sunday. Um, some good matchups. We'll dive into all of them. Um, anything anything before we get into that pop out at you as far as the schedule? Any, any kind of major games? Um, the... Come on, New York Jets on Monday night. Are you kidding me? These are the two worst primetime, or excluding Sunday night. You know, we're not even going to do the. You know, I'm going to give a few few minutes about the Monday night game, and then we ain't going to talk about it. Yeah. Come on, NFL. It might be a tie. Patriots <laughs> at the Jets. I mean, people work. People work Monday. You know, and they come out. They get back to work after that weekend. It's like, man, we gotta go to work Monday. But let's get off work. Let's go get that pizza. Let's go get those wings. We'll put that beer on ice. You know, we'll get that nice bottle. We'll have some shots. We'll sit back and watch the game. Come on, man. Ain't no one want to watch the Patriots at the Jets. Cam Newton against freaking Sam Darnold. Is he even playing? Not even Sam Darnold. Who's the quarterback? Joe Flacco. You got to be kidding me. Joe, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco? Yeah. Joe Flacco. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Wow. So Cam Newton versus Joe Flacco on Monday night. <laughs> Jesus, NFL. If they don't bench Cam halfway through the game. I mean, I mean, come on. Jesus Christ. Um, I don't know who's going to win that. I don't care. That's just the NFL needs to do something about their structure on their – I know every – I think every team has to have a certain national game. But Monday night, the, 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 the Patriots versus the Jets – you kidding me? And also, I'm looking at the ticket prices right now, and um, it says that the New England and the Jets game it costs more than the Seattle versus Buffalo game. That's the New York prices. That's the New York prices. Well, let's get into the first game that's on the schedule: Denver at Atlanta. Wow! Interesting game. Interesting game. Atlanta's been playing better since they. Got rid of their coach. Um, Denver, Denver has played decent all year. They don't have a quarterback, despite what you say. I don't think Drew Locke's their quarterback of the future. Yeah, amazing. Um, I think that'll be a good game between two semi decent teams. And um, I think Atlanta should be able to pull it off at home. Like I said, since they got the they got rid of their coach, Matt Ryan's been doing better. Um, Gurley's been well. Well, first of all, Gurley needs to. Yeah, Gurley. Gurley got. Gurley got issues. Gurley got issues. Don't score. He scores. Don't go out of bounds. He goes Stay, out of bounds. Goes out of bounds. I mean, you know, um, I think Denver's defense will keep him in it, but I think Atlanta's going to pull that off. We're going to say twenty-eight seventeen. I don't think Denver has enough firepower to keep up with Atlanta, even though um, I don't know is Calvin really out. Uh, he's questionable for that game. Questionable for that game. Okay. What do you think? Um, I'm going to say relatively in the ballpark of your score. I'm going to say Atlanta 31, Denver 13. 31-13. Okay. I'll take that. Yep. Why don't you go ahead and start us off with uh, Seattle and Buffalo. That's going to be a good game. Give me your take on that. Yeah, this is going to be a um, good game. I believe that our – I think this should be the Monday night game, but – or any of the primetime games, I think I would take this over 
um, any of those. But um, I think this has the potential to be a shootout. Because Seattle's defense, they went against us and they whooped us, but um, the, Seattle's defense is bad. Like, it's bad. You know what? And, uh, my bad, I cut you off. I was going to say the same thing. Seattle beat us. You know, they, they whipped the Niners, but, but Seattle, if, we, if we had any type of offense, we could have kept right up there with them. Like, like they give you, they give you yards, Seattle. And, and we did. We stuck up there until everyone got hurt. Like, our quarterback was out, and we had Nick Mullins right. playing against So, I mean, I mean, Seattle's defense I is not great. I believe they're ranked 31st in defense, only in front of the New York Jets, and that's bad. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, but when you have Russell Wilson and, like I said before, the best DK. receiver in the league, DK Metcalf, as well as Tyler Lockett. Um, I don't know who who's their running back. Is it Carl, Carlos Hyde? Carlos Hyde's out. Chris Carson's out. They have the rookie DJ Dallas, who I actually pretty like. Okay. But, I mean, give me Russell Wilson, Metcalf, and Lockett. Um, at Buffalo, though, I, I don't know. I, is it going to be snowing? Buffalo this time of year? You could have inches of snow. I think I'm going to go Buffalo. I'm going to go Buffalo 24, Seattle 21. It's going to be in the mid-20s. It's going to be in the mid-20s. I, I, I have a feeling Buffalo is going to keep them scoring a little low. I think Josh Allen at home, I think they're going to put a little pressure on them. And I think that, that Seattle defense is going to fold. And uh, I think Buffalo is going to pull it off. You know what? I'm going to say this is probably the game of the week for me. I think, I know I got, I botched the the Niner Miami game a couple weeks ago. You've done a whole lot of botching this year. And I projected the Niners to score 40 on them. And it was pretty much flipped flipped around. But I think this is going to be in the mid-40s. Oh, you're going shootout. I'm going shootout. Give me Buffalo 45, Seattle, 41. Hold on. Before you do that, let me let me do the power of the internet. And tomorrow, it's going to be 66. No snow. Okay. It's going to be a little cold. But, um, okay. All right. It's not going to be snowing. So, you're saying shootout, huh? I'm saying shootout. But if it was snowing, I would probably go like 63 or something. Sixty-three. Yeah, it's hard to throw the ball in that snow. It's hard to but, run um, the ball in that snow. I think snow. Uh, that's gonna be a good game. That's gonna be a good game. Definitely. Uh, that's what we'll be watching. Definitely. Oh, red zone. You know. Yeah. All right. Uh, Chicago, Tennessee. You know, Chicago. Chicago is a decent team. They just need a quarterback. They just need a quarterback. It, it's it's funny to say they need a quarterback when they have a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah. I don't think I don't think they have a running game that's uh not that's lethal. That's lethal. Um, so when you're Nick Foles and you have no running game, they're pretty much defending on or I mean depending on Nick Foles. That's where I think you get into to issues. And uh Tennessee has a great secondary. Um there's gonna be because I don't believe Chicago has that good of a number two receiver. Besides Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson is number one. Right. And I just think they're going to be doing double teams on Allen Robinson. I I think he could be, um, I don't want to say useless, but 
He could go targetless. So can Chicago shut down Derrick Henry, though? Chicago's got a good run defense. I believe Cleo Mack is questionable for this game, and that's going to play a big part because the side that Cleo Mack, or that's the name, Cleo Mack? Yeah. Cleo Mack, um, the side that he plays on, Ryan Tannehill is Pro Bowl offensive lineman out for the year, torn ACL. That's going to be a huge problem for. Uh, so he's got to watch that backside. Yep, we're going to watch t- uh, Tannehill's backside, or blindside. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Tennessee. Twenty-four, Chicago ten. I'm gonna go Tennessee. I think Derek. I think my bad. I think uh, I think Derrick Henry's gonna run on him. I, I think Derrick Henry's hard to stop. He's one of those guys that you know he's gonna get the ball, but he's gonna get his yards. Um, for me, I think this is gonna be a boring game. Um, I think it's gonna be just about defense. I think it's going to well, be... Well, I mean, Chicago, team. Tennessee, yeah, there's really no glitz and glamour. Like, you're not going to see 40-yard or 50, 60-yard bombs. You're not going to see... It's just going to be a good football game. The yeah. run, defense, and, and, you know, whoever, you know, can can get the upper hand is going to win. But uh, I, I think Tennessee should be able to pull it off at home. But Nick Foles, I, you never count out Nick Foles. He's had two amazing <clears throat> seasons where he needed to uh, go on that run in order for the Eagles to... Well, we're not talking about the Eagles right now, so I'll go back to the game. I don't think Chicago gets into the end zone this game. Okay, oof. I say Chicago 9, Tennessee 19. Man, I hope you don't got no Bears fans out there. <laughs> they gonna be looking for you. <laughs> Next game is a sneaky game. Sneaky good game. Sneaky good game. Baltimore at the Colts. You, used, you know Baltimore used to be the Colts, right? Yeah, the Baltimore Colts back in when all that happened. But They used to be the Baltimore Colts. And I believe their owner... I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Didn't... But the- I, I believe their owner sold the team in the middle of the night and moved all their stuff to Baltimore. Didn't something like that. Something like that. I don't know. I've had a few beers. I might be wrong. Wasn't but, wasn't Cleveland like didn't Cleveland it was supposed to move to Baltimore or were they supposed to be the Colts? I know because I know because there was a thing back in I think um whenever all that started, um, where fans were you know, tearing apart the stadium because the Browns were relocating. No, I think it's when they moved to Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, I'm... <sighs> I think this could be also a defensive driven no, game. No, 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 I'm gonna go. I'm going to go Indianapolis at home. Okay. I think they're starting to figure out Lamar Jackson. Definitely. He hasn't been able to throw the ball like he did last year because they're starting to figure him out. Yeah. If you can throw the ball and there's no one around your players, you're going to be good. I think what happened last year... Um, with Lamar Jackson is if he tried and he looked for that deep receiver that he could just launch it to. Um, it was, and it, if he didn't have that receiver, he'd just take off running. Right. But now they're starting to figure him out and they're starting to figure out him and him running or him scrambling and him trying to run and stuff. Um, and well, they're what just, they're doing is, is what they're doing is scheming, right? Yeah. So if 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 they can take away his runs and play the pass, he he does he's not a he doesn't have the the, the touch he doesn't have he he can't he don't have the accuracy yet yeah 
to put the ball where it needs to be. So, and on the other end, you got Philip Rivers, who who got seventeen kids and he's thirty seven years old. Seventeen kids and then he has something like that, right? So he can shoot his shot. No pun intended. He can he can he can get he he can make his passes, and I think, I think Indy pulls it out. It's gonna be a high scoring game. I'm gonna say thirty one twenty eight Indy. I just don't I don't think Lamar. He hasn't shown me that he could, you know, he can beat that top team or not top team, but he can beat a team throwing the ball. And I think Indy's Indy's defense is good enough to to say, okay, we're gonna stop everything else. You beat us, Lamar. Do you think that Indianapolis can can sneakily uh, win that division over Tennessee? It's gonna be close. It's gonna be real close. I think Indianapolis is either six and two or five and two. I I'll tell you this: I trust Philip Rivers more than I trust Ryan Tannehill. You do. If I was coming down to one game, yeah. Um, I think this is gonna be a close game. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say Indianapolis wins as well. I think it's going to be 27-24. Indianapolis? And Indianapolis is going to win off of a (laughs) Rodrigo Blankenship field goal. Oh, my God. What's his name? Blankenship? Blankenship. He's actually one of the best. First of all, his dad's last name was Blankenship. How the hell did he get a woman to marry him? I don't even think he's married. Blankenship. Blankenship. How do you go up to someone and say, hello, my name is Chris Blankenship? <laughs> I mean, serious. Like, <laughs> most women look at you and be like, what? Yes, I'm Mr. Blankenship. Maybe that's him. Let that's, me see. That's Rodrigo. Oh, my God. <laughs> is he the kicker? Yeah. And he's, he's wearing 98? Yeah, that's in college. Oh, okay. He uh, went to Georgia. He's actually had one of the best kicking. Oh, shout out Mr. Rodrigo Blankenship. <laughs> okay, but um, yeah, we're both gonna go Indy. Yep. Okay, Carolina, Kansas City. Christian McCaffrey's activated, I believe. He is going to play. With that said, Kansas City forty-eight. Kansas City forty, Carolina twenty. Thank Not you. even close. <laughs> um. Not even close. In I Kansas think- City, it's gonna be cold. Is it? Is it snowing? I don't know, but it's not going to be close. <laughs> I think Kansas City. I think it's going to be thirty-eight, and I think it's. And I think the Panthers are going to have twenty. Twenty. Okay. So I'm going to say the same way. It should be a blowout. Yeah. Kansas City. You know, even with uh, what's his name, uh, McCaffrey back, I see Kansas City winning. Um, let's go. Oh, an old NFC uh, NFC North matchup. Yep. Detroit at Minnesota. Battle of the two quarterbacks who could lose their jobs this offseason. And one of them who should be coming to San Francisco. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> not Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Good game, though. The matchup good. The Lions, they could... I'm not going to say they're Listen, man. a great team, but they should be a good team. Listen, man. If Matt Patricia don't take that damn pencil out of his head and... I think he's had that ever since he got hired. He got that from Belichick. Yeah. So he never writes with it. He just keeps it in his head. He just has it. So if you don't take that freaking thing out of your head, break it and throw it away. I I think he's cursed. Yeah, I hate it. Every time I look at him, he got that stupid pen, pencil. Um, But I am going to take Detroit at Minnesota. Kirk Cousins has not played good at all this year. 
at all. What are they, two and eight? Something like that? Two and seven, two and something? He has not played good at all this year. Two and five. Two and five. What's Detroit? Uh, Three and four. Three and four. Wow. But Detroit's been in close games, too. Minnesota actually is the la- is last in their division. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I'm going to go. I, I I just think Detroit's the better team. I'm going to go Detroit uh, in the Dome in Minnesota. Uh, let's say 28, Minnesota 21. Let me tell you this. If it was a primetime game, Kirk Cousins would still lose. Um, Man, why? Man, you really don't like Kirk Cousins, huh? Have you seen his record yeah. in primetime yeah. games? Um, you like that? You like that? I do like that, but... Um, I said, hell no, I don't like that. Don't come to the Niners. I think Detroit's also going to win. Sorry for being boring, if I am. Um, but I think Matthew Stafford is going to... He's going to shine. Even though he doesn't have his number one target in uh, Mr. Kenny Galladay. Um, but he still has Marvin Jones Jr. still got TJ Hawkinson. Um... I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna pull it out in a close game. I say Minnesota twenty, Detroit twenty nine. Twenty twenty nine. Yeah. That's pretty close. That's pretty close. What do you think about it? Uh, I think it's gonna be similar. I think it's gonna be in the twenties. We'll take Detroit twenty seven, twenty one. Okay. All right, let's take our last commercial break before we get into the last five or six games. And uh, we'll be back in about two minutes. Right, shout out Q-Tip for that little instrumental right there. Actually, that's Jay Dilla with that virus thing instrumental. So, shout out to them. Let's get into this last segment. We got 10 minutes left. We got how many games left? Um, Detroit, Minnesota. New York and Washington. Oof. 
team that plays football in Washington and the slightly better team that plays in New York. <laughs> I'm just going to go Washington because they're at home. <laughs> Daniel Jones throws about 100 turnovers every game. He's good. He has talent. He has an arm. But as long as he's good for two, three turnovers a game, New York's not going to be very good. They're competitive. They're very competitive. They must, gonna, they must be Tampa Bay last, uh, last week. I'm going to go watch. Exactly. They're competitive. But yeah. they just, he, his turnovers kill him. I'm going to go Washington 21, New York 10. Um, with Daniel Jones, I believe, I saw a stat that he has the second to most turnovers throughout his career in his first couple years. Um, I believe Only it. behind Ryan Leaf. And that's saying Oh, Jesus that's saying Christ, Ryan Leaf. But, Knock it off! <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. I'm going with the football team that plays in Washington. Um... The board. Is, is Kyle Allen their starting quarterback? I, I have no idea. I don't even keep up with them at this point. I like them at the beginning of the year, but they kind of just all fell apart. But all I'm right. going to go football team 16, Giants 10. Okay. we got five games left. Let's kind of speed through these. Right. Uh, got a little segment before we, we're done. So uh, let's kind of speed through these. Houston, Jacksonville. I'm going to go Houston. Houston, I just think it's a better team, even though – it's a battle of two teams who are not very good. Yeah. I'm going to go Houston, 28, Jacksonville, 14. Uh, I'm going to go Houston, 20. Uh, about, I'm going to go Houston, 30, Jacksonville, 17. Okay. Let's go the Raiders at the Chargers. That's going to be a good game. Yep. That's going to be a real good game. Um, Raiders, Raiders are doing better than everyone expected. Chargers are good. Chargers... They're, uh, they got that young quarterback, Justin Herbert. I think he's going to be able to shoot it out with uh, uh, Derek Carr. And also for um, all you Chargers fans, how the heck you blow a 24-3 to lead against the Broncos? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I still think it's going to be a close game. What? Uh, Booger? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Uh, I think it's going to go um, – I think the Raiders will pull it off. I'm going to say it's going to be not a shootout, but it's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm going to say 34-28 Raiders. Ugh. can't believe I'm picking the Raiders. But we're unbiased over here for the most part. For the and most part. I'm going to say Raiders going to beat, beat the Chargers. Sorry, Hamps, if you're listening to this. Give your quarterback a couple more weeks. He's going to be all right. I actually like your guys' quarterback. I'm going to go with the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. I'm going to go with them 31 31- Raiders 24. Okay. Pittsburgh at Dallas. Jesus Christ. Who's playing quarterback for Dallas? Oh, uh, what's his name? It's not old Biddenchin or whatever his name is, right? I think it's Gab Gilbert. Gab Gilbert. I think that's his name. Gabe Gilbert or something? Well, just because of that, we're going to go Pittsburgh 30, Dallas 7. Um, yeah. Um, Pittsburgh... I, I mean, Dallas, welcome to the Niner, Niner territory. You guys are... I it's mean, the injuries, Niners, the Cowboys, and the Eagles who have been, yeah, just been de- I mean, de- decimated by I, I can't even talk bad about y'all. I mean, that injuries, you can't play with, with when your team's just... Everyone's, you know, out. So, Pittsburgh's going to destroy Dallas. Uh, let's move to uh, your boy, Tua. Yeah. Tua at Tua versus Kyler Murray. Two, that might be a good game. Two Heisman, former Heisman winning quarterbacks going up. Uh, facing each other for the first time in the NFL. 
Um, the last time Tua saw Kyler wasn't pretty for Kyler. Um, that was at college. Yep, Oklahoma lost to Alabama the game before the national championship. Before the national championship. Yeah. Wow. If OU won, then they would have advanced to play Clemson that year. I think Miami going on the road, Tua going on the road to Arizona is going to be a little too difficult right now. I'm going to say Arizona, twenty-five, Miami, seventeen. Try not to be biased here. Um, I, yeah, don't, I am, don't, yeah, don't say two is going to score 12 touchdowns because I'm, we know that ain't going to happen. <laughs> I'm going with Arizona. Don't worry. Um, I'm going to say Arizona 34. Um, to, uh, I mean, the Dolphins, yeah. Um, Dolphins 20. Okay. And uh, our Sunday night game. Yep. Great game. New Orleans at Tampa Bay. Oh, uh, man. Oh, no Michael Thomas? Yeah. Oh, is he playing? Yep. He didn't punch no one this week? I don't believe so. <laughs> he don't got the COVID this week? He's set to return. He's good to go? Mine, um, I think, barring a setback, that happens. I think Tampa Bay's starting to roll, though. I think Gronk's, Gronk's starting to click with them. Gronk's turning into, and not prime Gronk, but not out of shape Gronk either. Right. And I think, you know, their running game, their defense is great. I think Tampa Bay's rolling at home. Tampa Bay. They got Chris Godwin back. AB's going to make his debut in That's right. Tampa Bay. That's right. AB's, AB's playing. I'm going to go Tampa Bay 38, New Orleans 28. I'm going to go Tampa Bay 32, New Orleans 24. 32, 24. Okay. So we see that about the same way. Those are your, those are your oh, uh, Cincinnati, Cleveland, the Rams and Phillies are on by this week. So we didn't yep. get to them. So if you're fans of them, don't be calling and complaining. Hey, why don't you talk about my team? They're on buys. Um, okay, before we end the show, we are pretty much halfway through the year. Why don't you give me your uh, Super Bowl prediction right now? Right now. Right now, as things stand. If you're looking at it and seeing how everyone's played, who do you think is going to be standing for the Super Bowl? I, I think it's going to be a rematch from however long ago. I don't even know how long. This... Did Pittsburgh and Seattle play in the Super Bowl before? I, I'm going with Pittsburgh and Seattle. I think it's same situation as last year when the Niners played against the Chiefs. Yeah, best defense going against best offense and them just clashing against each so other. So you think Seattle's going to beat Tampa Bay? Yeah. I think they're going to beat Green Bay. They're going to beat whoever comes in their path. Um, hey, even... I don't think they're going to steamroll Tampa Bay by any means, but... Just like last year, though, that that NFC is going to be tough. That NFC is going to be, especially you got another team in there. I mean, I think, ta- I mean, you. I think Arizona could be a sneaky team to make it to Arizona, make it far. Tampa Bay, Green Bay, New Orleans could even make New it. New Orleans, you know, I mean, the, the Rams, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say Chicago, but no, but I mean that <laughs> NFC is going to be tough. If you're asking me right now. I think I would go Pittsburgh. I, th- I think Pittsburgh can beat the Chiefs. Have they played this year? No. No. They're but not, I think they're I, not gonna play this year. I think I, I'd go Pittsburgh and Tampa Bay. Pittsburgh and Tampa Bay. Yeah. That's what I think. Is that? I'm trying. Yeah, it is. It is Bruce Arians going against his former team. Former team. Um, former team, yep. Yeah. So, okay. Well. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this right now. I don't think Kansas City gets to the AFC Championship game. I think it's going to be Tennessee and You think Pittsburgh. they get? Okay. I think it's going to be a rematch from... Do the Niners make the playoffs? 
No. Same here. Same here. <laughs> but uh, we're going to be rooting for him. But if we do make the playoffs and we end up playing Green Bay, we'll probably win with right. Nick Mullins as our quarterback. Right. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to say? Nope. All right. We want to thank you guys for joining us tonight on this late night edition of the CNC Sports Power Hour. Um, next week, uh, we're getting our new equipment. So everything's going to sound a lot more professional. Uh, we look forward to having interviews with with um, major sports people, uh, major ex-athletes in the Sacramento area, getting them on uh, for interviews, and just looking forward to prog- progressing as a podcast. So please, listen to it, like it, share it. Don't like it, share it. Listen to it halfway, share it. Either way. Just share it. You know, there might be someone else there that likes it. Um, Anything we can do better, email us, uh, Facebook us, let us know. Anything you'd want to hear talk about more, whether it be uh, NASCAR, hockey, whatever. Just shoot us a message. Hey, talk about this, and we'll try and fit that in. Until then, I'm Chris. It's my co-host. Chris. And we'll see you next week on the CNC Sports Power Hour. Much love.